glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music, glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music, glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music, glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Trying to get hit, music allowed this nigga but hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch I come to party, trying to get hit Music allowed this nigga but hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch Ladies and gentlemen, literally for the fourth episode this week, it's the UFC 262 post show on kicking it with the king. And, you know, I'm very fortunate to be able to actually uh, watch the main event live. I usually work. I remember telling you guys a bunch of times that I did work. And uh, you know what I mean? Um, I was very fortunate. It all lined up perfectly. So, um, we are here, and we are back for another fun-filled, you know, uh, episode of Kicking It With The King. A lot of stuff to recap, and we're actually, I haven't seen all the fights yet, so on my ESPN Plus app open, literally, and we're going to watch them. And it's going to be like a live reaction, live live recap, live analysis, and, uh, well, not live anymore for the fights, but, I mean, live for, like, watching them for myself. This is my first time seeing a couple of these. I did see... The main event live uh, yesterday. I didn't have the, you know, happen to have the right time of my break. My timing of my break, literally, and the fights and stuff, which was crazy. But here we go. Let's um, let's watch this one. Jack Gracie's versus Andre Munoz. Got a text message just as they... Ladies and gentlemen, this fight is three rounds in the UFC. Due to copyright reasons, let's skip forward. <laughs> I don't know. Can you be playing stuff like that on a podcast like that? Chaco has been fighting forever though. Here we go. Let's skip it. Right, here we go. Shakane Souza, the minus one twenty-five betting favorite. Andre Munez, the plus one hundred five dog. This fight clock is brought to you by Toyo Tires. Are you guys digging the uh, Venom shorts? I'm, I'm digging them. I think they actually look pretty cool. Different, way different than the Reebok. Kind of like the similar fonts and shit like that, and a little bit of the same design. But overall, it's an amazing design, and I really like it a lot. Honestly, it's really cool. The trio, John Anik, Daniel Cormier, and Joe Rogan. That's it. That's my favorite co uh, combination of all three of the fighters and stuff. Uh, all three, well, not fighters, but um, three combinations of the great commentators. I mean, DC being a former fighter, but uh, I meant like you know, John Anik and DC are amazing. Man. I really, really love watching, uh, love hearing and watching the fights. Ooh, Jacare goes to the takedown. So, ladies and gentlemen, I sold the Honda Civic, the the 2003 um, Honda Civic Hybrid. Um, it had an issue with like the cool the coolant reservoir or some shit like that and it was smoking and stuff so i think i don't know i, I it wasn't my car for the longest time so the guy who really took care of the took didn't take care of the car before that he just kind of had it and really didn't know what the hell he was talking about when there's something wrong with it so i was gonna um 
turn it around and sell it for more originally because it's kind of like what I did in a way but um, yeah so we just sold it like actually like probably about 25 minutes ago now thinking about it and um, yeah so got some cold hard cash in my pocket right now <laughs> now we're gonna watch some cool fights and get high sounds like a great time but like i said as always guys uh while we're here do follow us on twitter and instagram at kwtkpod as well as the um, g the king Ooh, we got a takedown g the king underscore official <laughs> on instagram i've never seen this yet that's crazy that he was the first man to submit chakra Souza in mma I mean, that's what, that, that's what it uh, shows you, man. There's developing fighters out there each and every um, day and stuff. Oh, he has his back. Jacare's trying to get back up to his feet. And he's just not letting him. He's grabbing a hold of him. I never heard of that cat before uh, he fought Jacare. Who is that guy? He just comes in and beats Jacare suits up by submission. Really? That's crazy. This is back. Jacare's doing well defending, though. Tries to turn around. And now he's got that body lock. Good takedown defense, though, by Jacare. Jacare, ooh, separates and then tries to throw the right hand. Now they're back to the center. I like Jacare's shorts, though. I mean, those shorts are really cool, man. I'm, I'm really digging the, the... I might have to get one of the fight kits or something like that, maybe one day. <laughs> kind of cool. That dude had cold hard cash too. He handed me cold hard cash and he was hella ready to buy it. You know how you like sell cars and shit online? Oh, we got to take down again. You know, I'll say, you know how you sell cars online and shit? Like people come and look at it and look at it and look at it and look at it. But they don't, you don't never know if they're gonna uh, buy it. But this guy had his trailer ready. I guess he goes and picks up cars throughout the different counties and shit like that. So, hey, cold hard cash, baby. That's all that matters. Ooh, he's at that arm. Oh, ooh, I seen that. That's a huge, huge, huge win. Submitting him. He broke his arm, though. That's nasty, dude. And he's still he's still very respectful. He's not even flinched. Damn, dude. Oh my god. He had his back. He jumped on his back like a spider. Backpack. He grabs him. Drags him to the ground like an anaconda, dude. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. That's so tight. Oh. Oh. Oh my god. I don't know if I can take many more of these uh many more of these um arm slash leg breaks. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. The fact that he didn't flinch is crazy, bro. And uh today's uh today's program we're actually not uh on Instagram because I'm trying to watch these fights. I'm trying to chill, man. These are Freaking wild, dude! That's fucking insane. <laughs> I didn't even notice. I didn't even know this happened. Like, I didn't know what happened like that. Oh, look at this snap! It pops. Wow. Who is this? I liked this. That that's a huge win. Even though Jacare necessarily wasn't like ranked in the top ten, that can win, and that's a a, a guy to look out for. That's not easy to do that to somebody like Jacare. Look at that crowd. Look at that crowd, man. Look at that crowd. That thing's full. Damn, that was a great win. Fuck, dude. That was wild. Um...
Man, I'm dying to see that fight again. Because goodness gracious, I was freaking screaming when that fight, when that, uh, when, uh, when Charles Oliveira beat him. And by the way, folks, however, my fight predictions were not accurate for the main event, but I picked the right winner. I said that Charles Oliveira was going to win by submission, and you had no idea. Like, you know, had no idea how I was feeling when Charles had his back, and I was like, he's going to get the tap. And I was like, he's going to get the fucking tap. And he ends up, you know, Chandler ends up surviving the ground with the crazy Charles Oliveira and, you know, took Charles Oliveira down in the first round, dominated him for a while, and, you know, busted him up. He hurt Charles Oliveira, and hence, if that was a different referee... The point in time when Chandler hurt Charles and Charles dropped next to the cage like that, and you know Chandler is unleashing that ground and pound, and you know necessarily dominating the first round, he was landing nasty ground and pound. He 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 hurt Charles, and you know, like I said, that exchange, what uh, uh any other referee would have stopped that fight. And it's fucking crazy, man. That, that literally shows you that, you know, Chandler is here to stay. And, you know, regardless of his age, regardless of what he did um, and how he performed last night, he showed that he definitely belongs. And that was an utter, uh, uttermost performance, great performance by Chandler, man. He really showed that. You know, obviously, the first significant strike landed was a calf kick. And I do believe we talked about the Charles essentially landing the calf kicks. And I thought maybe when I seen him land that first calf kick, I thought maybe that Chandler's movement's just going to get decapitated and Charles Oliveira is going to be able to go for like the submission or something like that. But dude, Charles Oliveira, the undisputed UFC lightweight champion. I said that. I thought that Charles would be able to get the, the job done. Um... And he got the job done. He stopped him on the feet, which is crazy. I mean, a lot of people had Charles winning by decision or submission. I mean, did anybody think he was going to knock him out, though? I mean, I thought I thought maybe he could um, technically, like, piece him up on the feet. You know what I mean? Not, like, piece him up on the feet, but, you know, land damaging shots such as the calf kick. And we know we've seen Chandler on bad point, uh, bad uh, spots like that before in his career. So, I mean, Charles Oliveira's... Like I said on the last episode, his wrestling, his grappling, his striking has all come together. He's put himself in a really good position, 20-plus fights in his UFC career, and he is a world champion now. Congrats to Charles Oliveira. Brazil has a new champion. Man, I was screaming loud. My coworkers are like, hey, are you all right? Are you all right? And I was like, oh, no. I was like, I'm good. I'm just watching this fight. So I'm like, uh, and I actually had a, a customer uh, talk to me yesterday. And I, uh, he seen that I had my phone on. And he was like, hey, which fight are you watching? And um, I actually uh, just like, oh. I was like, I'm catching the prelims. I'm like, I'm outside. I'm not having anybody watch me. So uh, there's no supervisors watching me so i pulled my phone out i'm like i'm not missing none of these freaking prelims and i uh i caught a, a good amount of the prelims and then i end up going on my break right when the main event's starting so i was able to catch that and it was amazing i mean a lot of other amazing performances uh speaking of an amazing fucking submission if it wasn't andre munoz's submission it was andre uh andrea kgb is it andrea or andrea Andrea KGB Lee, her submission over um, uh, Antonina Shevchenko. Dude, the, the amount of time that she had that shit locked up. She had that shit locked up for super long. And a lot of us, including the commentators and everybody watching, were thinking that she was going to gas herself out having that uh, head and arm triangle. Was it a head and arm triangle? You know, she had that shit locked up for a long ass time, dude. Like nearly the whole round. And then as the round, as you hear the little... Like, when the round's about to conclude, she gets a tap. That was an amazing win. That was one of the best performances of the night. Did she get, did, does anybody, did she get a, a performance of the night bonus like that? Oh, we're missing some great action here. <laughs> let's pull it back up. Hold on, let, let's back that shit up. Rewind, rewind, rewind. All right, here we go. Who's the referee again? Mergliata. He's been in the game for a while, though. Like he's a he's a good referee. Oh, dude, Mergliato was the one. Uh, you remember the the wild Czech Congo Pat Berry fight? 
uh, Congo was out like multiple times and you know Mergliata was like what the fuck do I do and then all of a sudden you know Pat Berry is on route to victory and all of a sudden you know Chet Congo just backs up and then you know Pat Berry's rushing in and then Mergliata stops the fight finally but dude that was a fucking crazy fucking war and the fact that Mergliata was a part of that shit that's crazy here we go is brought to you by Modelo John Anik here. Ooh, nice calf kick right off the bat. Less, less than uh, 10 seconds in. He could have kept, definitely kept uh, Im imploding his movement doing that. Impeding his movement. Like he, Look at that wide stance of Chandler, though. That, ca that kick is right open for the kill. He could take that leg out. Chandler trying to load up and land that nasty right hand. And a nasty calf kick again. That's kind of what I thought Charles Oliveira was going to do. But I didn't know Charles was going to end up knocking Chandler out. But I thought that throughout the fight, maybe leading into the second, leading into the third. We heard him. Charles Oliveira goes for the takedown. Chandler has a guillotine. It is, it is, it's, it's not locked in all the way. It looks tight. But he uh, Charles kind of is in a good spot. Like he's, he's not in Chandler's full guard. So Chandler wasn't able to wrap both legs around him. Now... Oliveira is on top, which is super dangerous. And the simple fact that Chandler was able to get out of this and Charles has his back. So the fact that Chandler was able to defend and get out of this, dude, shows you how good of a of, of a grappler Chandler is. I mean, obviously, like I said, um, if he hadn't gotten knocked out on the feet, who knows what the um the fight what the fight would have been. Cause there was two moments in, in time where, you know, Charles Oliveira ends up knocking Chandler out and stopping him. But at, at one point in time, at any given time, as, as I just said earlier, the referee could have stopped that fight at any given time. Ooh, look at that way that he exploded on his back. <laughs> now he has Chandler's back. And this is a, has him in the body lock, trying to soften him up. And Chandler's defending real well. I have mean, really seen Chandler in that kind of position before. Ooh, nasty elbow. And Charles Oliveira is bleeding. My fucking pants, dude. Like, there's air bubbles, but there's like hardly any in there anymore. Chandler gets back up to his feet. Trying to look to play with fire right there. Looking to get out of there and put him back on the ground and land some ground and pound. Look at those kicks. Charles is laying on his back. Michael's playing with fire. I mean, like I said, I did, you know, it was kind of funny what I said, what back, but backpedaled kind of, I was like, I'd say I'd give the advantage, I, I said this on like the last episode or something like that, I said, I'd give the advantage to Chandler on the feet, ooh, he stopped him, he's hurting him, oh my god, dude, he could have literally stopped right there, Oliveira, oh my god, he's, he's hurt, he's so hurt. Mergliata did a good job not stopping that fight, though, because Charles Oliveira did, did uh, like I said, go through adversity, and he came back, and he, he uh, stopped Michael Chandler, which was amazing. Oh, my God. He's so hurt. Oh, my God. I mean, good job defending and stuff like that. It's the mind... Uh, the mind is the last thing, uh, you know, that is the most important thing. You need your mind to be alive and to think. And Charles Oliveira has an unbreakable will, an unbreakable spirit. And what he was able to do to Michael Chandler and, and endure what, what he's going through in the first round that, that he endured. One minute left to go here. We're rewatching the fights here on episode 349 of Kicking It With The King. Uh, like I said, uh, my name is Gabriel Hernandez. For anybody that didn't know, if you don't know, now you know. Do follow us on Twitter and Instagram at KWTKPod as well as uh, Instagram, KWTKPod as well. G the King underscore official on Instagram and uh, Real G the King on Twitter as well. 
like I said, leave us a five-star rating, five-star review, like, share, rate, review, exclusively on pod, uh, uh, Spotify Podcast and everywhere else you get your shows, ladies and gentlemen. So I uh, genuinely appreciate each and every one of you guys. 20 seconds left to go here. Chandler's on top. Uh, Charles Oliveira doing very well to defend. And I'd say, like, throughout this time that, you know, he's not really landing a lot of significant blows. Charles do has done enough to kind of clear the cobwebs. Now, he did get cracked and hurt real bad. But he was able to uh, come back and, you know, like I said, what, is it, what, what he was able to do in the... Um, what he was able to do in the... Um, second round was amazing here we are in the second round oh that nasty calf kick was like the nastiest kick that was like literally like one of the most significant moments of the fights oh he lands a left hook he stuns him a little bit charles goes for the tries to go for the takedown and then chandler kind of pulls guard and pulls him in there Ooh. Watch this. Oh, left hand followed by a right hand. And then he landed another right hand. Another right hand. He almost. And Charles Oliveira's dropped. They could have ended this fight. I thought he was going to end this fight. I was freaking slamming my fingers down on the table, slamming my hands down. I was just like, oh my God, dude, that's crazy, bro. Here we go. <laughs> Second round. He was able to endure. You hear those fans, bro? How about them fans, though? Oof. Oh. Oh, oh. Oh, my God. Damn, the crowd in Houston. Wow, just the fucking way he did it. Security running up trying to keep up with him and stuff. Damn, dude, that's fucking awesome. What COVID? What COVID? It makes me forget that COVID's a thing when you see people run, when you see them run into the crowd like that. I don't see that replay. What was it exactly that he hit him with? disappointed I mean that's a big that was a good opportunity for him to you know it shows that he does belong he got a title I mean there's people who have UFC debuts have been the title fights I mean there's nothing wrong with him I mean at least got one fight under the banner Ooh, I forgot it was that crisp left hook I remember tweeting about it I was like well that, that crisp left hook was proper Ooh, dude his look at this perfect fucking left hook Oh my god, that was fucking pinpoint accurate. Oh my god. Oh yeah, it's over. Stop that fight. He tried to recover. I'd say that that uh pit, that was better than Pitbull's knockout. Look at Megan Olivi. Oh man, look at her. Oh my god. Dude, oh my god. That that's insane, dude. 
Dude, I gotta see that again. Gotta see that shit again. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, I was like behind the ear. Oh, yeah, that was when he almost hurt him. But I gotta see that shit again, dude. That was. I just gotta see that shit again. Let me take the headphones off to kind of like experience what it feels like to experience that shit again. Because they're noise canceling and has uh, the background noise out the out. Um. I seen that. That nasty left hook. Nasty ass left hook. Oh, right hook, left hook. Chasing him down. Oh, yeah, he's dropped. It's over. Stop that. Man. Dana White. Look at Dana White's nice suit. Spirit. The official beer of UFC. Ladies and gentlemen, referee Dan Morgliata has called a stop to this contest at 19 seconds of round number two. Declaring the winner by Chief Mayo and It's always beautiful seeing the new belt. That's motivation right there. Wow. Yeah, that deserves it too. That was good. That was a great freaking uh, way to win, though. Fucking his hands look good, dude. That was like the way the fact that he won on the feet and knocked him out, dude. <laughs> it's always scary when the freaking submission experts knocked him out, man. Their whole team's hair is blonde. Okay, I don't understand. I don't understand Portuguese, but goodness gracious, dude, that was freaking nasty, man. And the Andrea Lee, man. That that Andrea Lee one is crazy, bro. That was freaking a good submission. That was a freaking dominating submission. I mean, <laughs> a lot of people joking like, oh, that's not, she's nothing like her sister, like Valentina Shevchenko's sister, because like she, uh, because she, uh, what's it called, uh, doesn't fight like her, but if you look at the comparisons and, and physical strength and stuff, I do believe this was mentioned. But Valentina is significantly stronger than, uh, she's significantly stronger than her sister, you know, and it seems like in her fights, her, her sister seems like a lot longer, like her limbs are longer and shit like that, so, um, that's good. I mean, but completely different fighting styles um valentina has way more experience in mma i believe but uh her sister has a good amount of a kickboxing as well so and muay thai as well so um interesting to see what um happens for her next i mean i know valentina did issue a, a tweet of support to uh her sister on Twitter, I believe like that. But now, the the fun part is, uh, what's next? What's next here? Um, 
what's next for Charles Oliveira. We did mention before on the last episode um, what happens with Poirier versus Connor will determine who Charles who fights Charles Oliveira next for the UFC lightweight title, and that's an interesting fight. I mean, Poirier versus Oliveira, and Poirier um, has great boxing as well. I mean, he he obviously is good on the ground. He has great submissions. Um, unfortunately, he wasn't able to stop the crazy grappling of Khabib, but then again, that's Khabib and. Maybe Charles Oliveira is a little easier of a fight for Poirier and a kind of a fight you can get behind him and not just think so one sidedly. You know when you know when like Khabib fights, you know more people were just like, oh, Khabib's gonna wipe the floor with him, and it's not gonna be easy. And um, you know with Charles Oliveira now becoming the champion, um, the likelihood of him losing the belt, I don't know. It doesn't seem to be very high. It seems to be very low, the probability of him losing the belt. But it's easier to think about matchups with him and someone else versus thinking about people matching up with Khabib. I mean, somebody out there could beat Charles Oliveira. Michael Chandler almost beat Charles Oliveira. And, you know, toughness, you know, heart, determination kept Charles Oliveira in the fight. But we never really seen Khabib like that in a position like that. So the fact that we've seen Charles Oliveira in a position like that shows that he can be beaten. It just takes one of those people. It could be McGregor, and it could be Poirier. Whoever fights and wins um, from McGregor versus Poirier 3 will get the title shot and probably fight for the title before the end of the year, and that'll be a big fight. Poirier versus Oliveira or Poirier or um, Oliveira versus McGregor. That would be kind of a crazy one. <laughs> Imagine Charles Oliveira knocking Conor McGregor out. That could be a probability. You never know, man. It, it, it's the styles make fights, for sure. I mean, Michael Chandler's not necessarily a... I mean, he has great great striking, but if you look at like striking and um, you know just put it all together, I mean, look at McGregor striking. Look at his accuracy. Look at... um And look at Poirier's... Um, striking over the years and how much of it he's developed and really put his combinations together and been finishing people at 155 pounds and really putting it all together. So, I mean, I, I feel overall that their striking is a lot more sound and crisp than Chandler's was. And, you know, Chandler really didn't have anything for Oliver on the feet early on. He got to off to a slow start with those calf kicks. Um, eventually, he... Uh, Obviously did land a couple of nasty blows, but that was only when he uh, kind of blitzed and stuff. Like, stand-up-wise, Charles Oliveira destroyed him. Even though Chandler had a couple of good moments, and he definitely showed he belonged. But stand-up-wise, Charles Oliveira got the best of Chandler on there. Will he get the best of Poirier? Will he get the best of McGregor? I mean, if he uses his grappling against, like, uh, Connor, like, if, you know, Connor has uh, shown that, you know, grappling and, you know, setting a high pace for a high volume and or for a high uh, amount of time and stuff, he has shown and been prone to gassing out. Remember the Nate Diaz fight? Happened in that one. Is today Sunday, by the way? Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> um... But yeah, he's 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 been uh, shown prone to that, and you know Charles Oliveira is able to get like a McGregor down, then that would wouldn't be so good for. I think Charles Oliveira can submit McGregor, but McGregor's striking's a lot more polished and a little bit more death deathly when he hits people. He puts people to sleep, and he's just nasty and he busts people up. And I think that McGregor and I think that uh. I think Michael Chandler belongs in the top five, but does, do I think he can beat McGregor or Poirier? I mean, the likelihood of that, I mean, you, you never know in this sport, but visual-wise, destruction-wise, I mean, Connor's a little bit more, been a lot more, uh, a little bit more devastating, but Poirier, you know, obviously, fantastic fighter as well, but Poirier doesn't have that death touch. I mean, he puts people away with wonderful combinations and, you know, he obviously has power and stuff, but he's a little bit more of, like, a complete overall martial artist. Like, 
he has power, don't get me wrong, and, you know, the power and the flurry, and, you know, he wins, and, you know, how he put Justin Gaethje away, it was like a flurry combination, and the fights with Eddie Alvarez, he won in a, with the flurry of combinations and routes to the TKO, and stuff, and, um, you know, he wins in impressive fashion, even the, the Connor one, he put Connor down, it was a flurry, but, you know, kind of considered a knockout in a way, but, um, very interesting, uh, you know, breakdown for that. I mean, Chandler says he'll be back. Um, he believes in within twelve months he will become, uh, or be in another title fight. Um, I don't know necessarily if that's a big possibility. But then again, if you look, let's look at the top of the UFC lightweight ranks right now. We've got uh, t- well, not Tony Ferguson. I would say now we've got Benil Dariush with eight fights in a row. Um, is he gonna be considered for a title fight? And we got Justin Gaethje at the top as well. Remember, Justin Gaethje fought and lost to Khabib. So, I mean, that's not really that bad because Khabib's gone now. So it's like a, a breath of fresh air that Khabib's not here. And it gives a lot of these guys a couple, a little bit more opportunities to succeed in a title fight. I mean, with that trash uh, ground game of Charles Oliveira, if it goes to the ground with uh, Charles Oliveira and you're Justin Gaethje... Ooh, that would not be a good uh that would not be a good one. I mean that's how high I am on uh Charles Oliveira. I mean Charles Oliveira, dude. I I picked him to win by submission. I should have just picked by TKO. I didn't know in the second round. I was just it's just wild to see that I mean it's not wild to see it happen to Chandler. I mean, it's happened before. We've seen people people do it. I mean, we've seen both these guys lose before, so there's a little bit of pressure off the back and it's really who just you know, who got there first. I mean, Oliveira was the one that got there first, and he is now the undisputed UFC uh, lightweight champion and now has all the bragging rights now. It, it's kind of weird, though. It feels kind of weird because, like, we still got a big fight coming up with Poirier McGregor. And it's not like I don't think that Charles Oliveira is a champion. I kind of wanted to see, like, I don't know. I mean, they have a champion now, so... Charles Oliveira likely, you know, his next fight will be against the Poirier versus um, Connor winner. So it's not really, there's no question asked. You know what I mean? So it's just, we'll have to see that fight. And um, it's way, way too early to predict. I mean, we could make solid predictions back right now as well for who I think will be the champion. Who, who do you guys think will be the champion? By the end of 2021, starting 2022, it's not even the end of 2021 yet, so, um, I mean, I don't know, man, it's crazy, this fucking sport's crazy, bro, and McGregor, if he's, if he comes back and beats Poirier in the third fight, like, as he's promising vengeance, as he's promising a more aggressive, you know, a more, you know, Connor of old, if he you know, um, keeps his word and come and beats Poirier. That's a huge fucking fight. McGregor versus Oliveira, another Brazilian for Connor to take out. And, and the Connor fans will be ravaging on that one. But hey, that's a big that's a big fight as well. I mean Connor versus anybody is a big fight. Connor versus Oliveira. But we can't dismiss Poirier. I mean did Connor have any significant moments in the Poirier fight, the second one? I mean he, he did keep up but he he was He's. I don't know why the fuck he was thinking about Manny Pacquiao while he's fighting Justin Poirier the second time. I mean, it's a completely different area of of fighting. It's just solely boxing. You gotta be ready for a contest, man. And those calf kicks were deadly in the second fight. And will Poirier utilize those in a third fight? I don't know. I mean, if he does, I I feel Connor will be ready for it. If Connor stops Poirier with the one of those uh, leg kicks again, you know, like the if Connor checks one of Poirier's leg kicks, um, Poirier's leg breaks. Oh, imagine that shit happening, man. That would be so fucking wild, dude. I would quit the podcast if that happened, man. That 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 shit would be crazy, bro. Oh my god, dude, this sport's crazy, but, um, yeah, like I said, I mean, it's a big Poirier Connor 3 is gonna happen, um, you got Benio Dariush in there, but we'll, we'll look, let's look at the top of the, uh, lightweight division real quick, I'm just replying to a text message real quick, um,
<clears throat> but yeah, man, I mean, Justin Gaethje in the mix. You, you got to throw Justin Gaethje in there. He doesn't have a fight, does he? No, he doesn't. I mean, but let's take a look at the um. Let's take a look at the the rankings right now. And Benil Dariush. Doesn't he change? No, he doesn't change the same camp as Justin Gaethje. Um, maybe Benil Darius versus Justin Gaethje or something like that. Let's see. I mean, you guys see Edson Barbosa's win down at 145 pounds? Goodness gracious. Uh, UFC hasn't updated their... Um, It's Sunday. The UFC hasn't updated their website yet. Um, Dustin Poirier sits at number one. Justin Gaethje, number two. Uh, obviously, Charles Oliver is a champion now, so Charles Oliver is never at the top. So that's not accurate. I mean, Tony Ferguson was number five. I mean, Rafael Dos Anjos. Rafael Dos Anjos is still in the mix. I mean, give him a good fight. Islam Makachev. Gregor Gillespie. I mean, as, as good as Islam Makachev has looked lately. The heir of one Khabib Nurmagomedov. I mean, if you really want Khabib to dominate the division again, just... Call up Islam Makachev. But the likelihood of Islam Makachev getting a title shot right now, I don't think is a likelihood. Unless he does something amazing in his next fight. But like I said, the lightweight division's all booked up right now. We've got Poirier McGregor 3 happening. And then um, later on this year, whenever they're ready. When's Poirier versus McGregor 3 too? July 10th, so that's in a couple of months, and um, that would be cool. Mm, gotta save that car guy's number. There we go, alright. Um, so it's kind of like a little tournament, but um, yeah, I mean, it, Poirier Connors really cool fight um uh, if i would i be lying i would be lying if i said i wasn't sick of seeing rematches and other shit like that i mean i like seeing these fresh faces fight each other and stuff but after the connor portia one i think i'm done with seeing rematches for a while man you know what i mean <laughs> i mean they fought twice already but I'm not hating on it. I'm not. I, I'm genuinely excited for it. But I'm genuinely excited to see new reigns and you know how we have new champions now. And um, I mean, if you look at the list of the champions right now, we got Francis Ngannou, Kamaru mm -hmm. Usman. Oh, what the fuck was that shit? Scared the shit out of me. <laughs> uh, oh, that was my phone. Let me turn it on. Put it on silent here. Um, quickly, like I said, uh, we are brought to you by Anchor. By Spotify, Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Join the family. Join the pool, the amount of millions of people podcasting worldwide, ladies and gentlemen. Be a part of the movement. Be a part of the action. You can talk about anything and everything you want, ladies and gentlemen. So it's it's really it's real fun. It's real cool. You can sit down. You can interact with people. You can interact with the fans. Interact with the community, and it's a good spot. It's a good thing to do, ladies and gentlemen. You just remember last episode of the podcast we got done celebrating, um, six years. I said May sixteenth though. I do believe it was it was one of the days, either May fifteenth or May sixteenth. All I know that it was in May, and we were celebrating six years. So. Cheers to six more years and and more time to come in in this in this amazing world, ladies and gentlemen. So, like I said, Anchor.fm forward slash start to start your own podcast today has a five star rating in the App Store, five star rating in the Google Play Store, and you know, like I said, positive reviews everywhere you go. You know what I mean? Everywhere you look, there's positive reviews. On the reviews, there's no nothing negative to say about them. Like I said, I've been using them for about three years or so, and um really amazing uh so like i said anchor.fm forward slash start to start your own podcast anchor.fm forward slash kwtk pod to stream the latest episodes and or contribute to the podcast whether it's a one-time payment or a monthly basis only if you want to ladies and gentlemen so um like i said and follow us on twitter and instagram 
at KWTKPod. What's the next fight card coming up? Benil Darius is now tied for the second longest active win streak in the division in seven. That's crazy. Give him Islam Makachev or Dan Hooker. Why Dan Hooker? No, he doesn't deserve Dan Hooker. Dan Hooker coming off of a loss. Um, Islam Makachev, Gregor Gillespie. Trying to look for it. Um, oh yeah, I was I was pretty high too. I conducted a I conducted a car sale while stoned. Pretty crazy. <laughs> Not really stoned, but I'm just kidding. But I did get the job done with that. Um, I don't know what the, what is the next card fight card. Oh, Garbrandt. Oh, there we go. We can just look via Verdict MMA. And I did terrible on my Verdict picks anyways. I did get the main event right, though. Font versus Garbrandt. So we've got Rob Font taking on Cody Garbrandt. Jan Shionan versus Carla Esparza. Justin Taffa versus Jared Vandura. Felicia Spencer versus Norma Dumont. And Jack Hermanson versus Edmund Shabazian. So... Mm, solid little fight night for sure. I think it's on ESPN Plus too. So um, we'll talk about that when it comes closer to that. Um, I can't believe it's almost been an hour. So um, is there anything else left here on the show? Um, like I said, we've been here back to back to back to back. So um, let's quickly check here before we get out. And then we came May 4th, May 7th, May 12th, May 13th. And May 16th, so 12, 13, 14. And in one week, we put out two or three episodes, ladies and gentlemen. So, wait, wait, wait. Three episodes? Wait, 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 wait. One, two. No, four episodes. So, four episodes in the last week. So, um, get used to more kicking with the king, get used to more content. Um, I did it. Um, I just promoted the less than a, an, probably like 24 hours ago. Episode 348, the anniversary special, is available on YouTube. Um, um, quick little side note for people. The episodes that we do on Instagram Live and um, the video episodes that are available as well as the audio ones. The ones that are the video ones are um, available on YouTube with subtitles. And... Like one episode like this one is only available on the only video, the only time we do a video podcasts and we do, um, we'll add them to YouTube and Instagram. But if we don't do them, if we don't do videos, then I'll only upload episodes that we do, uh, we shoot videos, an actual video for the podcast. You know what I mean? Like the, we actually do an episode live where there's video, a video version of the episode as well. So we'll only upload the videos if we do videos, but we we only do audio episodes sometimes, audio only sometimes. So that's what we do. Um, just wanted to update you guys. And do like I said, um, check out the Insta bio for sure. Um, access all the content all at one spot: Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, the other Twitter, TikTok. I need to add a couple more things to it as well. So. We'll get that taken care of. Like I said, I don't know. I kind of said it. I kind of fucked it up when I said it earlier. But like I said, when we shoot videos and we do episodes of the podcast and there's both audio and video available, the video will be available on YouTube. If we don't do video, then no other podcast content will be uploaded to YouTube. We only use YouTube for the, the podcast videos, but we just mainly use Spotify and all the other podcast providers for episodes of the podcast so we generally do audio only so um video is a new thing but yeah i wanted to watch the fights and um 
you know it's kind of cool we'll, we'll probably do a video one in our next episode which will be next week because we did do four podcasts deep so we'll most likely be back on uh, next either maybe this upcoming wednesday or this upcoming friday depending on uh, how i feel and stuff like that so uh without further ado ladies and gentlemen it's been a great one it's a, it's been a fun one and like i said shout out to tony ferguson as well um coming up short against uh Benil Dariush but uh you know obviously a legend of the sport very uh all-time great and I like this little piece uh by ESPN MMA the ultimate fighter 13 winner in 2011 12-fight win streak from 2013 to 2019 interim UFC lightweight champion from 2017 to 2018 all respects to Tony Ferguson man um I'm not going to talk about what's next I just want him to uh heal up and uh, get better because those some of those were nasty submission attempts dude but like i said ladies and gentlemen uh, follow us on twitter and instagram give us a five star rating like share rate and review um appreciate you guys for joining us here on the program and uh we'll be back sooner rather than later ladies and gentlemen so without further ado dj it's all yours we're out of this bitch bye folks Let's get high up.